I'm Jock Wilson. And I'm Dave Rowe. Welcome back to the Calgary Stampeder Podcast, another brand new edition. And today we are talking about something that's unique to the Canadian Football League in the world of football, and that is uh, Americans coming north of the border. Okay, look, you know, you're playing football, you know, you leave town, you go to college, you leave town, you go to pro camps, whatever. But if you're an American, you're staying in America. You know, Mm -hmm. you know what's going on, you know the customs, you know what color the money is. But when you're an American and you come up to Canada for the first time, Jocko, I don't think the U.S. school system does a very good job of telling people what goes on up here. (laughs) Well, I think we should call this podcast Coming to Canada because you're you're, you're exactly right. It's it's one of those situations where, you know, you you and I have been covering this game for so long, Dave, and we see so many fresh-faced rookies come in from the United States and they've probably played a pretty high level of football at the NCAA level. You know, they grew up with football, you know, with their high schools and then they come to Canada, they go, first of all, where is Canada? Yep. And then they say, where is Calgary? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Calgary. It's north of Montana. You can't miss it. <laughs> That's exactly right. And then, you know, they, they come in and they see this big field and they go, what is this all about? So it, it is it is quite interesting when Americans do come to Canada for the very first time. I mean, I remember Pete Costanza, the receivers coach. He was telling me when he first uh, came up, he was just looking at a little bit of film and he comes, comes up. He's going to revolutionize the game of Canadian football. <laughs> We're not throwing to this guy on the wide side. Why are we throwing to this guy on the wide side? And uh, George Cortez says, come here, kid. (laughs) Takes him outside. They walk out on the field, and he sees the field for the first time, and he's, oh, so yes. that's why we don't throw to that guy on the sideline. <laughs> and and where'd that extra guy come from? Yes. <laughs> where'd that extra? And, and and then the time count. Quarterbacks come in and go, what? 20 I've got, seconds. I've got how much time? How can I do anything in 20 <laughs> seconds? But, you know, the game, at the end of it, a lot of the guys, when you ask them uh, about, you know, what you use as common ground, they say football is football. They get used mm-hmm. to the 12th man, a uh, yard off the ball, different set of rules. And the football, in a way, to these guys adjusting the life up here, it is almost comforting. But, mm-hmm. You know, when you think about it, there's all the stuff we take for granted just about the way government works, just about, the, you know, the way getting paid works up here. And you're coming to a completely foreign land. And again, like I say, the U.S. doesn't really tell people what goes uh, well, on up in Canada. C- could you imagine the first time you, you, you cash your check and you send some money back home and you say this Canadian money and it's worth how much money? And you, say, and you go, <laughs> exactly. hold it, I'm, I'm making $60,000 a year, but in American money, that's only 40000 And why is the money all different colors? Uh, yes, and how much taxes am I losing here <laughs> and everything from that standpoint? So, no, it's fine. What I do love, though, when Americans come to Canada and they embrace it. You know, we see saw it with Henry Burris, embracing Calgary, embracing Canada, you know, embracing Ottawa now, you know, and, and, we're, and we're seeing with Bo Levi Mitchell, look at Dave Dickinson, another American that has come and embraced, and John Huffnagel, and, you know, that's that's what I love, because, you know, you can come here, and yes, it's not the NFL, but boy, you can make it your own, and and that is so important. And uh, other players, like our special guest this week, uh, they become a, a child of two countries, Brandon Smith. He is the longest-serving member of the Calgary Stampeders, been around for a decade. Man, that's kind of hard to get my head around here. But he uh, continues to play here during the season and return to the U.S. Uh, in the offseason. So I figured that he was a good guy to talk to just about the differences between playing in uh, Canada and just getting used to life in Canada when you've grown up in the U.S. <laughs> So, Brandon, it's been a long time now, but, uh, you know, going back to, to when it all began, 
where were you at in football when you first heard about the opportunity for the CFL, and, and what did you even know? Yeah, I was um, just coming off of arena season. I was playing arena football at the time, and um, agent mentioned, you know, opportunity to come up north and, you know, play some Canadian football, and, you know, when you came up with the idea of Calgary, I never even heard of Calgary at the time. So I did a little research and realized, you know, um, did some background um, research on the CFL and Calgary and whatnot. And, you know, um, at that time it was an up-and-coming, you know, Calgary was established, but it, it wasn't as populated and hasn't grown as much as it has in current times. I mean, I've seen Calgary completely, you know, tr- uh, transform. You know, downtown is... Um, greatly expanded and you know see a lot of the the construction of the high rises that that's down there so it's been a um good experience so far but you know just being able to be exposed to you know the canadian um style of football as well as the way of life you know been a, a true eye-opening experience yeah culturally for a kid from oakland uh, was it a little bit different when you get here just uh, getting to know the people the uh, canadians oh, absolutely i mean because you know canadians are very friendly and um social you know people so you know coming from oakland where everything everyone is more well guarded and you know on more high alert of you know, outsiders and not as open to meeting new people. I mean, just coming here and just to be able to realize how, you know, friendly everyone was. It's times where, you know, I would leave a restaurant or, you know, leave downtown looking for a taxi and been offered a ride. That doesn't happen much in, you know, the inner city of Oakland. Was it was it tough to get used to just to you know just sort of building that trust? Say, hey, these these people are really this nice. It was it was it wasn't it wasn't hard to get used to at all. I mean, because I actually enjoy you know meeting new people and having you know people just be more friendly as opposed to you know just everyone being well guarded and you know closed off. So you know myself being a social person, you know, I like to talk to whoever. I like to meet new people, you know, learn about people as well. And um, so just being open to that, you know, it wasn't a hard adjustment for, for myself, at least. You know, sometimes talking to other guys on the team, it might be a little bit of adjustment, but everyone seemed to, you know, come here, like Calgary especially, you know. I, I've seen a lot of players come in town, you know, things may not work out with football, and they just still stick around because they love the city so much. When you've uh, talked to guys, you know, through the years, some guys it's an easier adjustment, some guys it's a harder adjustment. The guys that, that have trouble, is, is it just the fact that, well, you're separated from family, it's a new culture? Is there anything specific about Canada that they struggle with? Absolutely. I think that's the hardest thing for guys to get used to, is being away from their family, their friends, you know, people that they've been around their whole life, and coming to a foreign country where now you don't know anyone. The only people, you, you know, you've first meet is your teammates and so that is a hard adjustment you know learning you know where to go to eat you know where to go to shop and get groceries and stuff like that and you don't really have a way of getting around I mean you have to rely on public transportation and or taxis so um you know that's the hardest part of adjusting to you know moving away and coming all the way out you know to Canada from back home. And, of course, uh, like for most guys, especially in the early part of your career, wherever you are, the team is the family. But how do you, uh, as you grow with the team, as a member of the community, how do you establish, like, you know, relationships, friendships, you know, just outside of football? Or, or do or do you, really? I mean, you really have a leg up being that you're associated with, you know, the football team and the Calgary Stampers because a lot of – Calgary is such a welcoming community. People, you know, 
appreciate the football team and you know they support the football team so they're always willing to talk to you and you know give you help give you guidance when you need it so you know you already have a leg up because you're part of you know the football club to where you know they want to talk to you about football they want to talk to you about you know um, the way that the season is going things like that and once you you have that leg up and that stepping stone then you can continue to build the, um, the relationship with people outside and in the uh, <laughs> in the early days like when you're adjusting just you know not just to the city but uh, but to the game how much of an extra challenge is that when you're up here you know trying to trying to win a job oh that, I mean that's tough because it's only a limited amount of roster spots for Americans so you know you're competing against yourself sometimes you may feel you know you're better than you know the guy that's ahead of you or in another spot but you have to work within those dynamics of making a roster and it's only so many roster spots so you know you have to make yourself more available to special teams and you know different positions on the field you just can't be isolated to one position because I mean you, if you have a guy that's well established there you know he's going to have the leg up and you have to compete that much harder so you have to prove your worth by you know showing that you can do a variety of things. I remember. I hope I'm remembering this right because it's been a while now. But uh, I think it was your first start. It was like, uh, well, the Smith kid. I'm going to put him back here, and Huff is just. We'll see how he does. I can't remember who the opponent was, but you got targeted play after play after play, and you just kept making plays. You know, knocking down balls, uh, not getting beat. Like I said, do you remember that game? And, and was that when you really felt like you'd arrived? Yeah, it, it was um, opening day here against BC, um, and I remember, you know. Um, going out there and yeah it was play after play you know I was definitely put to the challenge to the, to the test and you know I accepted the challenge and I was just running around and I, I remember everything was just moving so fast and I just had to try to you know make sure I knew what my assignment was, was and you know at that time you know Chris Jones was here and it was more about you know playing with effort and you know hard and you know tenacity so we were just running around you know trying to make plays tackling guys left and right and uh, well now you've you established yourself you're a star in this league and as a, as a guy who lives in two cultures though, how do you balance that with you know the way America is still your home Canada is your work home you know sort of how do you balance I guess being involved in both countries um that's a good question it's, it's more it's more or less um, it's new so like once you know once I get back to Canada you know in May you know it's a, it's a new scenery it's a new environment so and I work um, in two different industries as well you know working in the finance finance industry back home and sports industry out here you know you have to switch your mind to where you know you're able to balance both of them and you know when you come here now it's all about sports so you can kind of shut off the financial you know portion of the brand and just kind of focus on sports and it's all new learning the plays again learning the city again you know learning my favorite places to go to eat um you know learning my way around the city you know different roads because you know things constantly changing and yeah. expanding so you know just uh learning that so it's all new and it's all fresh so it's like a fresh start and then when i go back home you know you cut the sports side off and then you turn on the financial portion of the, the brain and you know that now that's new i got to learn how to um you know re relearn how to work the computer software and you know relearn the you know different uh tax laws and financial laws and you know how to you know move things around so um it's, it's always new so and it takes, you know, that learning process takes, you know, four to six weeks before you get back in rhythm of things. And then at that point, you know, you prepare yourself and then you got to start restart it again. So it's like hitting the reset button every time. As a veteran guy now, do you, uh, like when camp comes around and you see new guys coming in and they maybe look like they're struggling with the adjustment, do you seek them out or do guys know to come in and seek you out for a little advice on how to make it work? It's a little bit of both. I mean, um, you know, when you see someone struggling with certain things, you kind of want to, you know, pick them up and let them know. 
that you've been in those shoes before and you've, you've done that before. So, um, you know, you just try to let them know, you know, what helped you get through it and, you know, what they can do to, you know, make things a little more easier for themselves. But then also, you know, being a veteran guy, you know, it's times where, you know, they might be having an issue with something or a question about something. Someone may just, you know, steer them my way and, you know, go ask, you know, go ask Smitty what's going on or, you know, how can you get help with this problem or this situation. And, um, so it works out both ways. And, you know, I'm always open to talking to whoever and whoever needs help. Is there anything that you can remember or anything that maybe still gives you trouble just about Canada that you look at and you can't figure out? It just makes you shake your head. The weather. You know, once uh, end of October, November coming, you know, I just can't see how I can just get that cold. You know, coming from California, cold is, you know, what you guys would call six degrees, seven degrees. You know, it's still positive. So back there, you know, it's in the 40s, 30, uh, high 30s, low 40s and whatnot. So, I mean... Um, and, and that's cold. Everyone has, you know, their big jackets. But when you when we're out here and you get minus 20, minus 30, you say, how is that possible? Like, and, and how is it possible for us to come out, compete on the field, run around, tackle? But you just kind of find a way to do it. You just layer up and just get through it. And you just know everyone is in it together. So if you're cold, they're cold. And just can't let it be seen. You just go out there and do it. It's interesting that Brandon says the first thing that was a real jolt to him was the fact that, you know, hey, people just come up and start talking to you. Because when you're on the streets in Oakland, if a car pulls up beside you and slows down and comes to a stop and the window comes down, you know, you're maybe not expecting a friendly conversation. And he's not the only guy that I've had that conversation with. I did an event with Charleston Hughes a couple of years ago, and someone said, you know, what is the, the toughest thing about coming to Canada? And he's from Detroit. And he said, you know, pretty much the same thing. It's like, you know, when you're in Detroit, you know, you walk around, you mind your own business and other people mind theirs. He says, no, people are coming up and talking to me. And he didn't know how to handle it well, at first. Well, you know, it's interesting too, Dave, because, you know, it's just a change of culture. Because when you and I say go to Texas, and Texas is a, you know, a carry state. And, and you know everybody, you know, on the street is probably carrying. And you're going, I, I just makes me feel queasy and uneasy. Can't get my head around no, it. No, exactly right. So it's just a totally different culture shock. And, you know, I, I can get it because my daughter is now going to LSU, Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. And, you know, she just had orientation. You know, she's in her first year of university. And you talk about a culture shock for a young, you know, 18-year-old Canadian kid that's not used to, you know, how they do things in the South. That's a little bit of a culture shock. So I guess it does go both ways. Maybe we'll do a podcast with her in a couple of weeks. I th- well, she doesn't play football, so probably oh. not. But we could. They offer anything besides football scholarships down there. <laughs> that's a great question. Wow. Actually, thanks to the football program, they offer lots of sports scholarships, and I think that's Article Eight. Oh, live and learn. Uh, thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, we're back every Thursday with a brand new edition of the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. You can find it at all your favorite locations: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn. Also, you can just go to the website and download it. And you know what's coming up next week? Oh, do tell. Well, of course, it's the Labor Day Showdown. Yes, so it is. We're going to tell. Some uh, some Labor Day stories. We're going to hook up with the play-by-play voice of the Calgary Stampeders, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Eskimos. So uh, let's reminisce a little bit about Labor Day, the the series. It's always fun when the Stampeders and the Eskimos get together. And if you like the podcast, make sure you take some time out to rate us and leave a comment. If you really like the podcast, make sure you tell a friend about it. And hey, if you've got ideas for shows, we're here to listen. I'm Dave Rowe. I'm Jock Wilson. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back again next week.